What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Ducks Cross the Pond podcast. Today, we're fortunate fortunate enough to be joined by Joel from the Four Bases magazine. How are you doing, Joel? Yeah, very good, thank you. How are you guys all? Very good. Well, yeah, well, thank you. Can be. So, Joel, my first question for you is just, how, how did you get into baseball? What, what led you to getting into baseball in the Rays? So, I... Um, I guess the best place to start is I, I've always, I've grown up a cricket fan. Um, I've played cricket since I was four or five. My dad played cricket um, and that was always my bat and ball sport. I played football in the winter and cricket in the summer. Um, I went on holiday vacation to Florida um, as sort of a kid teenager. Uh, and in 2008, we were, we were looking for something to do. Um, and the Rays were on. They were, they were at home to the Angels that night. Uh, it was in 2008, the year they went to the World Series. Um, Evan Longoria had come up uh, and they were very much sort of the talk of the town. So we went and watched them. We went and watched a game against the Angels one night. Um, they lost uh, and I went and watched it as a cricket fan. Didn't understand sort of baseball as a sport and the rules and the intricacies, um, but very much watched it as a cricket fan. Does he throw faster than... Andrew Flint off bowls would that fly out have been a six would it have done that um, why is a foul tip not an out that's pretty much caught behind in cricket like mm. asked all these stupid questions as a sort of a cricket fan uh, and left as a baseball fan having loved it followed it through to the World Series and that was sort of my story of baseball and sort of the race I love that though that, I think that's the story for most people isn't it they just sort of they they're on holiday or you know catch it on ESPN at some point and it's just just the, the questions start coming and you're like actually this is I like this this is pretty good I th- yeah. it, was, it was exactly the same for me and I, th- I think this there's, there's so much that is a parallel between baseball and cricket in terms of society and sort of mm. history and sort of um, what it stands for and it being sort of America's game and England's game and sort of yeah. being a day out at the ballpark or the cricket ground or going and sort of watching a game and it going on around you and talking to your friends and actually you can dip in and out of it and it's a very social sport. So I think the two are very sort of amalgamated and sort of tied together, I guess. Definitely. I've actually, I've, I've never thought about that. The fact that it's the same sort of atmosphere for the crowd at a baseball game and a cricket game. Yeah. So like even going back to sort of like, I don't know, sort of the 1800s with England and comparing it to sort of the early 1900s, it was very much sort of a, a, a society thing and a, a blue collar sport and you go and you watch and you, it's a it's a people sport. And um, yeah, I think they're very similar and I think that was probably my original attraction to it and actually that's why I've sort of become a huge fan of it. Nice, yeah. No, that's awesome. And we, we were just talking before we started recording, you mentioned that Playing-wise, your your loyalties were were still with cricket in terms of the sport you'd play in in the summer. But uh, after some Twitter research, I saw you did a, a road to the slow lockdown project. Um, that, how, how did that come about? What what did it? How did it materialize? And how did you get on with it? Yeah, so it, it actually came out of completely nothing, really. Um, obviously, we went into lockdown. Um, early last March, there was nothing on. There was no football, cricket baseball nothing to do um so sort of like well if i can't watch baseball and i can't play cricket and i can't play sport then why don't i go and give baseball a go and sort of i've always wanted to play it's always sort of been an itch which i've been trying to scratch but not had the time to play so that so with uh so i bought a I guess a net is what you'd call it, a glorified net with a sort of compartment in it on amazon and took myself off down the park and i took it 
it sort of snowballed as a project on Twitter about drawing on people who played and coached or whatever for tips. And um, yeah, I guess tried to teach myself how to pitch with a, a bowling action to begin with. And sort of road to the slow was just sort of a, a quest to throw sort of 65 or 70. Nice. Fantastic. No, it's, it's really cool. I think it's, uh, I, I've certainly found over last summer and in, in, in lockdown that it was a, a great way the community really came together i felt on on twitter and uh a lot of people got in touch and there was a lot of a lot of good things happening so it was really cool how the everyone interacted yeah i completely agree so uh, i guess the uk the uk baseball twitter community is is sort of glued together on baseball mm-hmm. actually being played so when baseball's not being played people need to think of sort of outside the box ways of of sticking together and growing a community like there was a um an MLB the show UK league there was uh I, I knew guys who played I don't know out of the park baseball and they would draft an out of the park baseball team and have a fantasy league of that so there's all these sort of creative ways that people manage to sort of grow the game of baseball whilst growing the UK, UK community because it had been very easy last year with no baseball or a limited baseball season for the, the community to stagnate and not grow following um obviously the London series the year before definitely that's fantastic um so you also have a a magazine that you do yearly um how like what made you start that like why did you why did you start doing your magazine um yeah so so four bases uh, so i've i've had four bases four bases has been my blog for um or probably six or seven years now and it's always been sort of a side project about blog when i can um and three years ago my mum was diagnosed with a uh, a brain tumor so so what, how can I raise some money for, she worked at a hospice. So the hospice that would later go on and sort of look after. So I was like, how can I raise some money for that? And what can I do, which I enjoy to um, sort of put a passion towards that and raise money for a good cause. So I was like, oh, you know what, I'm going to come up with this baseball magazine and do this. So the first year it was, um, it was just an e-magazine. It was 50 pages, 60 pages, something like that. And actually a free download for anyone. If anyone wants to make a donation, they can. Um, it was a really good success. We raised three, 400 quid, um, more than I ever anticipated. Um, year two, I was like, you know what? I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed like learning about these teams and writing about the teams and researching and learning more about teams that aren't necessarily my team because all I know is the Rays. So you know what? I'm going to go and read about the, the Tigers for an evening or the Cardinals or whoever. So when I produced the magazine, um, we decided to take it to print. <clears throat> um, yeah, and then took it to print last year sold I think 250 copies uh, and then back here for a third year so what started as a sort of a uh, a do good project has turned into a bit of fun and actually raises some money for a good cause yeah that's really good yeah. Nah, that's yes yeah, fantastic really cool uh, I was wanting to I, I need to sort out I saw I went to order it the other day and found that it's PayPal is it is the yeah, way it you is, process yeah. it so I need to work out like work out PayPal and then uh, I'll uh I'll be ordering one, but I saw actually, <laughs> yeah. I just got the cover up um, now. And did you do an interview with Eno Saris? Yes, I actually did it um, about an hour ago. On Whoa, no oh, way, okay. really? Yeah. Yeah, so oh, I'm Ren's fanboy right now. I'm a I'm a big big <laughs> fan of um, his podcast, Jerry Van Riper, on uh, the Race yes. of Barrels podcast. Yeah, so yeah. I was very very keen to ask you about that. <laughs> Yeah, it was very good. He's uh, he's very interesting. As you know, he's a very interesting guy. I'd listen to Rates and Barrels as well. And um, yeah, no, it was cool. It's sort of a meeting sort of a, a big idol, really. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. I feel the same way. (laughs) So out of like all the magazine editions that you've done, even before you started raising money for it, which one do you think has been like your favorite part of making one? The favorite magazine or just my favorite part of each one? Both. We'll go with both. Um, Last year's was good. It was... um, year one was good but it was a pdf and last last year when it came through in the post and you had four boxes of these magazines that you'd put two months into that was a very sort of proud moment of actually i produced this and actually um my favorite part i I guess it is actually reading about teams that i wouldn't otherwise follow um or follow to the same level so like someone like the Mariners or the Angels where they're a West Coast team I don't really follow them I follow my Rays and actually delving deep into sort of their roster the players what the players are good at and then sort of forming an opinion off of that and learning about baseball as a sport rather than baseball as the Tampa Bay Rays and what's good for the Rays so that would hands down be my favourite bit Um, and then going out and promoting it and meeting guys from sort of the MLB community and um, just sort of trying to grow it whilst meeting people and uh, meeting guys like yourselves nice Nice. I think I I think one of my one of my favorite bits uh, one of the reasons I was definitely going to get it this year is because I I love it it's something I feel like it's something that can get you right back in you know uh, because I feel like MLB off seasons can be kind of a little bit stagnant sometimes you know there's not much news you know there's not the trades don't exactly get a huge amount of news you know um, but the, the the reason I was def I'm going to get the magazine this year is it's it's a great way to get your interest back into the game going for the season. Yeah, that was yeah. It's sort of like it's not like it, it's never going to be the beginning of the baseball season when the baseball magazine arrives. But it's a bit like um, I don't know, like football stickers of the World Cup or something yeah. like that. It's, yes. it's the little sort of bit of excitement which gets you going mm-hmm. into the season and. If I can, if I can light any spark among sort of baseball fan or introduce baseball fans um, to the UK, then that's great. Like, I'm not trying to tailor it to an audience which is a huge baseball fan already. I'm trying to grow. I'm trying to hit different demographics of actually like dumbing it down in certain areas and actually playing to people's knowledge and not necessarily telling people how to suck eggs, but actually like, yeah, here's what the Angels are good at, or here was here's what the Yankees are good at, <laughs> yeah, or yeah, yeah, whatever. Right, I think. So where in the years to come do you want the magazine to go? It's a good question. Um, I don't know. I guess like, um, so just continue to do it. Just continue to sort of surpass last, the previous years, money raised for great cause um, and, and just to grow the community really. Um, if if we sell more copies this year than we did last year, then actually the baseball community in the UK has grown um, and ultimately more people watching baseball are going to be more people playing baseball are going to have more interest in baseball um, and sort of the snowball effect of that like it's not necessarily a baseball fan couldn't be a fan in multiple different aspects whether it's watching playing buying promoting a London series going to a London series like the more baseball fans in the UK is only a better thing for UK baseball and actually if it does sort of 0.1% of growing that then that's sort of the aim just, yeah. just a little uh, quick follow-on from that. You say you're saying about London series. I'm guessing you uh, you went to the London series games. I did. I went to the Sunday game. Yeah, <sighs> against my sins for the teams. But yeah, how did you find it? Um, very good. I enjoyed it. I thought they they managed 
they they ticked every sort of box of growing the fan base whilst upholding traditions whilst of mm. doing gimmicky novelty things and yeah. I've actually like the sort of your true baseball fan won't like the fact that both teams played in home colours or they won't like it that <laughs> there was I don't like Sweet Caroline and um, Thank You New York or whatever the song is but mm-hmm. they played they they gave a whole baseball experience to the fan that I wouldn't otherwise get it and I thought it was brilliant I thought they did such a good job and it was such a shame we didn't get it again last year yeah yeah that, yeah, that was the worst feeling on those on those uh, two days that it wasn't. You know, there was the two dates that it was meant to be on last year. It was it was tough for it not to be on. You know, and know that people are missing out on what a lot of people got two years yeah. ago, which was incredible. Did you guys go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was lucky enough. I, I worked there for the week leading up. To oh, it. Deacon did. I, I can, for some reason, I completely lucky forget guy. you did that. This hat is actually uh, like a, yeah, a nice. for the crew, and I got a win. I got like a raincoat as well because I was part of the field crew. Yeah, nice. so like the people that put out the tarp and stuff. Um, like we like on the Saturday. Yeah, we got there at half six and left at half past midnight. Jeez, was that the day you took a nap? No, that was the next day. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, Didn't you have a stirring contest with Mickey Betts? Yeah, well, no, I'll say it was, but it was a bit you weird. because he You stirred at him. <laughs> he actually laughed at me afterwards. Like, <laughs> I was, uh, I was, so like, they were warming up, but they were just doing like static stretching and we were by the, I don't know if you were there like pre-game, but they had like the, you know, the temporary sort of barriers things around. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, so some of us were down there just watching and Andrew Benintendi and Mookie Betts were there doing like a pigeon stretch or something. I don't know. Uh, and they, I was looking at them and then like and Mookie just looked straight at me, just like dead. And I was like, <laughs> I, I looked away. I was like, I said to my friend, I was like, yo, I was like, Mookie Betts just staring at me. So I stared back and he's just still there. <laughs> just straight looking at me. And so I'm like, All right, I'll have a staying contest with him. And then oh. I, I started doing it, and then it just kept freaking me out because I was like, "Why is Mookie Betts staring at me?" <laughs> yeah, you, you, did it, I, I'm guessing. I'm guessing it was like kicking in. This is Mookie Betts. What am I doing? What are we yeah, doing? And then, <laughs> and then Andrew Benintendi started doing it as well. And then, like their trainer called them to the outfield or whatever, and they got up and just started laughing to each other. So I was like, "Oh, great!" <laughs> <laughs> she got stirred out by two MLB players. <laughs> yeah. So obviously. The Dodgers are the best team in the world. Yep. Um, how do you think <laughs> the Rays are going to come back after just losing to us really badly? In the uh, for, for this year, how will they do this year? Yeah. Um, I think it, it will understandably or sort of obviously be a transitional year um, in terms of they've lost... Snell and Morton probably two top 20 pitches in the league like they've lost potentially 400 innings um, how do I think they'll do I think they'll be good I don't think they'll be as good and I think there's a view to next year and the years coming uh, obviously there's a good farm system with sort of Franco Bruhan um, and then a, a ton of young pitching which I can't see being ready for this year um, Patino will pitch this year Baz will probably pitch this year McClanahan will pitch and then there's guys like JJ Goss, um, Joe Ryan, who I think are probably at least a year away. So so whilst we'll be good, I think we'll struggle necessarily for quality starting innings. 
but we've started we've we've struggled for starting innings over the last couple of years and been creative with the bullpen. Um, I think the reason we probably lost the World Series last year was because of the bullpen and it just got so overworked and it was just so tired at the end of it in 60 games. Um, if we if it didn't last 60 games, it's not going to last 162. So so someone's going to have to pitch these in in somewhere, um, whether it is 100 from Archer, 100 from Michael Wacker, 100 from Baz, however. But I think we need sort of six, 700 innings from starters or from uh, uh, an opening so yeah, I think it, we'll be good. I don't think we'll be as good, but I think we'll be better in 22, 23, 24. It did seem in like the World Series, especially like obviously they they had this. Uh, you had a was um, Al, is it Alviedo, mm-hmm. um, Fairbanks, yeah. and Castillo, and, uh, Anderson as well. Like those three guys were like Kevin Cash's go-to. And you could tell, like, at, when Snell got pulled in game six, like, there was no need to pull him. And yet they did it because they, because I guess he relied so heavily on that bullpen that he just used too much. Yeah, I think it's probably an unpopular opinion amongst Rays fans, but I think the decision was right to replace Snell, I, the, but the decision to replace him with Anderson was the wrong one. And Anderson... Yeah. Anderson wasn't very good in the postseason. He was phenomenal in the regular season, um, but his velocity was down in the regular in the postseason, and he just gave up. Con- he, he gave up hard contact a lot, and he. I don't think he was necessarily the right person to go to then. Um, Snell hadn't gone through a lineup for all season. He's never gone through a full lineup, and I don't think that's what the casual baseball fan really appreciates. Is that this? Is, just because you've got to the World Series on the back of doing something doesn't mean you're going to stop doing it there because it's normal logic. So, like, it worked the whole season. Snell, Snell's numbers through the third time around aren't good. Um, and as well as he was pitching, I think Cash would have got more more flack for going against what we got there than sticking with what he did and it not working. Yeah, it's, an, it's a really unfortunate series of events, isn't it? It could have gone... It, it could it couldn't have gone more wrong, but you I think you're absolutely spot on. Like it, it he was kind of if it was going to go wrong, he was, and that's just the nature of managing in the world series. I suppose people yeah. always pick apart your decisions and the decisions you didn't make. Yeah, yeah, it, it's one. It's yeah, one of those things. Anyone would have anyone any decision would have been done in for that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like. Um, you know, I obviously said you think it was right to pull Snell because of his numbers on the third way through. Like, I I understand that. Um, obviously, there are anom- anomalies because um, obviously, um, like the top the one two three hitters, I think went like over whatever with like strikeouts in that game, mm-hmm. and Snell was pretty much untouchable. I think he gave up like one or two hits, and so like I don't know. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, I feel like he should have. Te- I feel like they should have let let him pitch a bit more, in my opinion. Um, yeah, but you know, I I think Cash would have got more heat for going against the game plan and it not working yeah. than going with the game plan and it not working. And he went with the game plan, even though it's an unconventional game plan. Um, I think I guess we all kind of think that because it was the last game, last chance he has to pitch for the season. Why not? Yeah, push him. You know, it, yeah, it's a uh, it's it's one of those managerial as, you, as yeah. I can't remember who said it, but it's one of those it, it is one of those World Series decisions that if if it went well, 
<laughs> you know, great, but it went badly this one time. And, you know, it's the World Series, so it gets picked apart. But, you know, what, what can you do? As, as, we also probably think it because we're four players that like to not leave the game. Right. It would have been the fairy tale story to let Snell do, yeah. uh, you know, ride like Bumgarner and just ride it out. Complete game. But then if would well, yeah, have been done in for that too. Yeah. So, um, had it gone wrong. Because, like, um, like, me personally, because I, I pitch a fair amount, like, um, like if I... If I'm doing well, I don't want to get taken out the game. Like, it, even though it is the game plan, yeah. 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 Even though that's no, the that's thing. Fair, yeah. I remember, obviously, um, I don't know if you know, but me, Matt, and Rem played for the Legends this year, so yeah. a, a team. Um, and we had game plans every time to only pitch about two to three innings. Yeah. In this one game we played, um, I pitched, I was supposed to pitch two, I went three. Yeah. Um, but I personally felt I, I could have gone more and I would have been fine because um, the team we were playing struggled a bit. Um, but, you know, you know, if you get taken out, you get taken out. I think that's what Snell kind of felt there as well. Just like he wanted to go on, but he couldn't. Yeah, I, I don't think the Rays lost the World Series because of that decision. It no, was I a defiant. Like, the reason we lost the, the World Series is because the bats were cold like yeah. every, everyone couldn't hit apart from um Randy and Brandon Lau had sort of one in four good at bats and then that was good enough but like Meadows was cold Adames was cold Choi was cold Diaz was cold like that was the reason we didn't like we would we got lucky and had a fluke event in one game because Will Smith bobbled the ball <laughs> and actually like it should have been over the night before but it wasn't yeah. like like it was a defining moment, yes, but I don't think we lost the World Series because of Snell came out and didn't pitch to one, two, three hitters the third time round. Like, but then that'll be the that'll be the event which it, the World Series is remembered for, unfortunately, yeah. rightly or wrongly. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, enough right. about uh, World Series stuff. <laughs> yeah, let's move on, please. Fun bit. Yeah, get away get from the Dodgers. <laughs> We've got the the Homer away quiz. Um, so Aiden, could you give us a little uh, score rundown of where people are on the leaderboard? Yep. So we have Drew with 12, J-Rod with four, Connor Baxter with five, um, John Hall Walsh at 12, and Cade at eight. Okay. So 12 so is the score to beat. There's two tied first place, but 12 is the score to beat. Yeah. So, do you know how the home and away things work? Vaguely. So, basically, yeah, there'll be 10 questions. Yeah. Um, so, before each one, I'll ask you if you want a home question or away question. If you ask for a home one uh, and you get it right, it'll be based on the raise. Yeah. Uh, if you get it right, then uh, you get one point. Yeah. Uh, if you get, if you choose away, you get it right, then you get two points. Cool. So, the max you can get is 20. Okay. So we'll, we'll begin with an away. An away, all right. Nice, I like it. When did the Royals win their last AL pennant? Uh, is there a time limit? No. No, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, We're not that evil. <laughs> no, the Rays, the, the Astros, the Red Sox. Jeez, I'm going to probably say 2016. <laughs> oh. Almost. Close. Was that close? Was that close? It was very close. It was 2015. Was, yeah. 
Oh, is yeah. that the year they won? Uh, they did up the yeah, match, yeah. didn't they? It was. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Cleveland was 2016, I'm pretty sure. Oh, uh, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, what do you want for number two? I will go away again. All right. When did the Diamondbacks start playing? Uh, 98, were they? Nice. Yep. Nice. Fast. But they, that, but, but didn't they? They were the year with the Rays. That was the yeah. only of logic yeah, I that had. Was the, that was the home question. It <laughs> uh, was. They were the other team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. What do you want for number three? Uh, we'll go home. Uh, all right. Where did Tyler Glasnow first pitch in the MLB? What team? Pittsburgh. Yep, that's Ooh. right. Oh, easy. There we go. <laughs> All right, number four. We'll, uh, go. we'll go home again. Which former Ray was the 2016 World Series MVP? 2016 MVP. So the, World Series MVP. So that oh, was, yes. Oh, go. So if, if you just said the Indians won the AL in 2016, so it was the Indians against the Cubs and the Cubs... MVP came through an extras of game seven. Weirdly enough, I have like an image in the back of my brain of was it a ray? X ray. Oh, there There you go. (laughs) Got it instantly. (laughs) I have I have a weird like image in the back of my brain of like Ben Zobrist on a car at Disney for some reason. He went straight to Disney World after the World Series. Yeah, he, uh, he was the guy that uh, he hit the double down the left field line. Yeah, uh, to put them ahead in the eighth or something. I thought he was even a, a cub then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we're number five. What do you want? Uh, home, please. Uh, this is a bit of a might be a bit of a tricky one, but uh, Matt said we should put this one. Oh, in. let's go! Yes, um, my which member of the Rays coaching staff does Matt have a photo with? I made it in I made it in I wouldn't overthink it Um, yeah well I'll give oh find it nice he gave it away with overthinking that I was thinking (laughs) (laughs) I mean come on that's rough yeah that's a rough question to be fair it's it's one of those ones that's sort of loosely based on the race (laughs) Uh, okay, number six. Uh, I'll go away. Who is number seven for the White Sox? Jeez. Seven for the White Sox. Uh, my like first controversial. Thought. Sometimes controversial. Not hmm. like controversial, controversial, but what he did one time. I'll do a bra- Jose Abreu, but oh, it's not. almost. It was a uh, Tim Anderson. Was it? Yeah, no. ah, Dude, I said controversial because he did the bat like spike. Yeah, the... um, I thought that was sick. People... Yeah, some people. Didn't yeah, like... I was. I'm all for that. that we're, we're, if you haven't picked up, we're all very much uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. fan club esque. Yeah. Guys. Yes. <laughs> I'll try to throw the bat further than the ball if I need to. Yeah. <laughs> the bat can go over the fence with the ball. No, probably the bat will go further, to be honest. Nice. Why not? Uh, number seven, what do you want? Uh, I'll go away, please. Uh, who did Chris Archer throw at on the Reds? 
a couple of years ago. Uh, it was uh, Derek Dietrich. Yes, sir. Can we get a? Where are we at points wise? Is Aiden's Wi-Fi's cut out, so we'll do it in post. Okay, right. I was going to say because I think this is this is a pretty strong. I think strong round. So we're on eight. I think at least that was an that was an away question, right? So yeah, I think that was an away question. You can take the win. I can take the win. What's taking the win? I mean, you can take the lead. Oh, right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll go away then. Fucking. All right. How many home runs did Corey Seager hit this postseason? Um, I don't know. I, the first number I thought was seven, so I'll go seven. Oh, that was so close. I had seven. Whoa. I was going to be my eight. stab in the dark. Eight. Was it? Is. So close. Very, very close. What was the... Oh, you can only tie now. you got to at least tie for first. Tie for first, jeez. <laughs> and yeah, I'll go away. Do that. All right. Here we go, here we go. What is the name of the Giants ballpark? Um, it was, a, is it, it was AT&T, but it's, is it Oracle now? Yeah. Jeez. Nice. Let's go. Yeah, little, yeah. little trick on that one because some people yeah. don't remember that. <laughs> yeah. Right, uh, right. It's it's so it's so weird when they change the stadium names because you just you still have the last one in your head yeah. the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Isn't isn't there another Oracle or variant of like that? I'm pretty. I'm not sure. Don't know. I mean, Chicago, the the White Sox changed their name. Yeah, what's every the other season? What's They're the one US, US Cellular Field now or Guaranteed yeah. Rate Field? Guaranteed Rate, yeah. Jesus, guaranteed Rate yeah. Field now, yeah. Okay, but they mix it up all the time. I don't know. It's hard to hard to keep track. It's whoever the sponsor is. <laughs> it's yeah, all about money. It's American sport. Yeah. It's all about money. No, only only the I think only people like teams that have. That don't have like sponsorships on their field have stayed the same for a long time. Yeah, Fenway like, baby. Stadium and stuff like where it's like their team. Actually, name. hold on, hold on. Isn't isn't Fenway and Wrigley? They're both sponsors from just years ago. I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, was, I mean, yeah. I was like, I was like Fenway. Yeah. Actually, wait, no, no. But isn't, a, isn't Fenway the area? Yeah, I think it's a street name. Oh my god, I should I should know. As a Red Sox fan. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yes. And they just, <laughs> next yeah, question. They yeah. All right. Next question. <laughs> All right. We've got 10 points. One to come. One to come. If you want to go away, you Ooh. can. Yeah. I'll go. Well, there's no point in going home, is there? So, yeah, I'll go away. Nice. All right. Can you name two out of the three Cy Young winners on the Dodgers roster this for the next season? Of course. We need a new quiz master. <laughs> <laughs> next year yeah uh, so you'll have Kershaw Price and uh, Bauer I got all three and jeez you, you don't pretend you didn't want oh, to name sh- all three <laughs> <laughs> come on that, should that be that an extra eight. point just because you got three oh I don't know might, might have to throw in the council that's controversial send that to VAR <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll have to check with the other contestants. That rotation's just a joke, isn't it? It's just like... Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it really is. They had to match the Padres. That's what it was. Yeah. To be fair, like, out of... I feel like the Padres probably have a stronger, like, base rotation of five people, maybe. Mm-hmm. 
but the Dodgers have more depth in their bullpen, like a lot more. But yeah, yeah, I'd see. I just think that the Dodgers is better everywhere. The Padres are just injuries waiting to happen. Lamette's <laughs> gonna go. True, Snell, yeah. I think it's only a matter of time before Snell properly goes. Because like, you've got Patino in Tampa Bay now, right? Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's gonna be nifty. Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, from the from the videos I've seen, and everyone looks good yeah, in the bullpen without Very him. good. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But I, I can't wait for there to be a if there's a playoff series between the Padres and the Dodgers at some point, and then you've got your playoff rotations, and the Dodgers have what? So you'll have Kershaw, Bueller, Bauer, Bauer and Price. Right. And then your be- long relievers are going to be Gonsolin, Gonsolin. May, Arias. <laughs> and then we've got, we've still got Kenny. And then you get to your relievers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who else have we got? Um, I don't think we have, do we, I don't think we have buyers anymore. I think he got traded. Oh, I mean, he's not, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I always oh. was quite, I was always quite glad whenever buyers would come into a game against us. Yeah. It's actually Bayern mad. Pedro Pedro Baez, he he throws absolute gas, but he was pretty good like two three years ago in like 2017. He was pretty good that year, um, mm. but he's big. He's Kenley Jansen. Like, yeah, he's got good old Kenley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God, Kenley Jansen. That, Kenley, that's I don't know. For, uh... He's been around for ages, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, and it always ends up the same way. He always struggles in the playoffs. Everyone's like, "This is the end of Kenley," and then opening yeah. days back, like. <laughs> Yeah, he's no, kind of unfair. It's it, it's just unfortunate that they don't have the best, you know, a great lineup. Oh wait, yes they do as well. It's even unbelievable. Though, even, though, even though we don't have Kika Hernandez anymore, we might not get Justin Turner. I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. Who else? Do we, who else do we not have anymore? Um, Kike Jock. Now there's one other person. Jock. Jock, Jock Peterson. Yeah, Jock yeah, Peterson. So, Aiden, what's the yep. scores on the doors? 11. Ooh. So, should we run through and see if you would have got the other questions right then? Yes. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Quickly, yeah. Uh, All right. So, number one, it has to be home. You, you, already, I, you already said this earlier, but it was uh, uh, the question was, when did the Rays win their first pennant, AL pennant? Uh, 2008. Yep. Nice, nice. And we, we go. oh, you really know the second one as well is when the race started. 98. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got uh, number three was away, wasn't it? That I need to do. Uh, yes. We got where did Trevor Bauer first pitch? Uh, Cleveland. No. It's Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks. Oh, yeah. He didn't like it, though, did he? I didn't know that. He was drafted by the Diamondbacks and then got traded after like a year, or it was like his first season uh, with them. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Is that what he was? What? No, it's not good. All right. Uh, (laughs) uh, Next one was uh, which former Cardinal won the World Series MVP in 2011? Former Cardinal? He's retired uh, now. Oh, David Freeze. Yeah. That I don't know why earlier that took me ages. I couldn't remember it. It took him. We we even said it's very cold. 
Yeah. And <laughs> still took a long time to get it. We actually oh, had to say the yeah. word please before. Yeah. Twenty eleven. Yeah, it doesn't feel that long ago either. I was, I was about to say I, I was eleven. <laughs> now I, I, I that was that was half of my whole life ago in twenty eleven. Jesus. That's wow. mental. That's Big weird that you can say that. Yeah. <laughs> What's the next one? Uh, next one has to be away. Is uh, now a Dodgers relief pitcher, and he, and I have a picture with him. So Dodgers relief pitcher, <laughs> who you have a photo with? Yeah. Um, he used to be a brewer. Oh, he used to be a brewer. Sorry, I missed yeah. that. But uh, Corey Knebel. Yeah. I only I only put that one in because I put in the I like I to my play. one. Nice, nice, uh, love yeah. it. Uh, and then we've got uh, who's number thirty nine for the Rays? Uh, Kiermaier. Yep. Nice. Uh, we've got who does whose head did a Rodis Chapman throw at this season? Which t- which time? Who's <laughs> <laughs> it? Yankees Very good. Uh, Brosso, Mike Brosso. Deep on him though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a highlight of last year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Throw up my head. I'll hit you four hundred feet. That works. <laughs> but, uh, how many home runs did a Rosarina hit in the postseason? Uh, nine, I believe. I'm pretty sure it was ten. Was it? Yeah. Hey, that sounds better. You'll take that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, not enough. <laughs> and then, what was Tropicana Field originally called? Oh. Oh, jeez. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I've no idea. The Florida Dome or something like that. Oh, oh, very, that, that, very, that was that was very close. Weirdly enough, the Florida Sun Coast Dome. I never knew it had a different name. Yeah, weirdly enough, you know, it, these quizzes are quite cool. They 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 enhance our baseball knowledge as well because we for doing the questions. It's weird, but Absolutely. yeah, uh, I didn't realize that the the uh, Tropicana Field was actually built originally to try to entice the White Sox to move to Florida because the Chicago was refusing to build them a new stadium at the time. Yeah. And San Francisco <laughs> almost went, the Giants almost went to the to, the, to Tampa. There was almost a deal there too. And Aiden would have Is been... Is there one more question? Or is that it? Uh, one more, Should yeah. be one more. Uh, you'll get this one. Uh, who are the two pitchers to win a Cy Young for the Rays? Ever. Uh, I said, uh, who are the two pitchers to win a Cy Young for the Rays? Uh, Snell and Price. Yeah. Nice. Well, there we go. Now. I think In that was a uh, pretty good, pretty, yeah, pretty good go at it. Yeah. Either way. Thank you. It's second place. You know, it's it's one point. On, you know, one point under first. Good Very thing you stuck to- with the other ones, though. You got more points. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's that's yeah. the weird thing, isn't it? If you stick with home the entire time, you like, you will not get very high. So yeah, it, yeah. it makes yeah, you, you go away. Risk it. You know, you got to know when to exactly. when to risk it. Risk it for the risky. To do about seven home questions, and then mm. four away questions. Yeah. No three. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay. All right. No, no, well, no. thanks for watching, guys. Uh, make sure to check out uh, the Four Bases magazine. I'm sure we'll we'll add the link to the uh, purchasing in the in the description on YouTube. Or if if you're listening to the podcast on Spreaker or Apple Podcasts or Spotify, uh, make sure to check out Joel on Twitter. Joel, what's your Twitter? Uh, my handle is Joel Four Bases. Uh, four being the letters rather than the number. Nice. Yeah, check out Joel. I'm sure you'll be able to find how to get the magazine on there. Make sure to check it out. It's a great cause and it's a great way to get into baseball this season, especially after the season, like, like after no baseball for so long. And uh, make sure to subscribe to us, like everything, and follow us on Twitter, uh, on Instagram to keep up with us and so you don't miss anything. And see you next time. 